Neil Masiba. Lisa Marie Smith, how are you doing, sweets? I'm so well, thank you. After an extremely triggering week. A triggering week. Yeah, I I couldn't put my finger on it this week. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah. I just couldn't put my finger on what was going on with me this week. And it was only when I sat down to evaluate this question, this week's question, <laughs> that I realized it's the question that triggered me. Okay, hectic, like a whole week though, like the whole. But week whenever I thought the about the question, I was triggered. Yeah. So I would have okay. an experience with this with this trigger, you know. So it, it was just. Um, in plain, like more plain words, it was like upsetting. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm hearing you actually. Um, do you want us to hear the question, on please, so that I, I can so. share I in this experience so. with you? Yeah. So, hey everybody, you what you're listening to season 14's episode three, and the question for this week is. It's five minutes before your group performance is due to start and one singer still hasn't pitched and their phone is off. What is going through your mind at that time? (laughs) Auntie I don't like the feeling I get when hearing this question. Like, and you know what? It's a very specific feeling and like, it's a very familiar and unpleasant feeling feeling and I, I I don't like I don't like this question you I so feel you I don't know why I put this question out I honestly don't well I believe you had to get it out of you so that <sighs> it's no longer you know like it's it's good that you put it out there you know now you're going to deal with the question and hopefully it won't be a trigger in future wow that's mm. a thought mm. Mm, perspective because let's deal, let's deal with this question. Believe, believe you me. Let me so much just give you my answer to the question. No? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shoot. What's going through my mind at that time? Um, the question deals with five minutes before, but way before five minutes before, I would be carefully watching everyone's mood. The Everyone mood, being the singers. Yeah. The mood mm. of the possible replacement, if there is a person that can replace that person, you know? mm-hmm. I'd be watching the mood of that person. I'd be, I'd be monitoring the general energy of the group. Are they open to change? Or should I be as close to normal as possible? Mm-hmm. One thing is clear. I have always been very aware that everyone is having their own experience because of this Latecomer. Mm. Well, and I mean, it looks like not picture. But mm. the problem was, I used to feel responsible for everyone's mm. experience. So I would take it very personally. And you don't, even want though, to, yeah. You know, yeah, I mean, well, I'm not saying it's right. It's just, you know, how I, I used to. It was, it was what it was. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, you don't want to cross Lisa in her feels. Mm. Mm. you know i mean even those close to me will tell you that i'm a lot at these times but let me be really real like like for real for real (laughs) 
95% of my reaction to any experience is directed inward. Yeah, I, I, I get this. I relate. Not I relate that I go through the same thing. I feel like I know this about you. For oh, sure. yeah, you do. I have mm. in the past been very unkind to myself if something goes wrong or hasn't turned out like, like absolutely perfect. So while I celebrate that I'm still here, I remain a developing story. <laughs> so mm. for at least the next while, I have levels in my disdain for this kind of behavior. Mm. Level one is being late, no? like substantially late. I'm not talking about 10 minutes, 15 minutes. Mm. You know, I'm talking about substantially late. Ne? Level 100, being late and not texting or calling. Level mm. 1,000, not pitching. <laughs> and level 4,000, not pitching and not texting me because I was taking it personally. I, I, I don't know. Maybe I don't, I'm not exposed to as many people as, or I just, I'm finding it very hard to believe that there are people out there who would actually go to level 4,000. Yes, they are. Wowzers. Wowzers. They are, sadly. But I want to say, Neil, part of my response is an encounter with Neil Masiba. I was complaining to to you he sounds he sounds handsome yeah <laughs> wait to derail what did this what did this guy me? say yeah <laughs> um i was complaining to you um mm -hmm. about you know people not coming to practice and not being regular and all of that type of thing and being late and so on and you know you said to me um, something in the on, in the lines of um, you have realized that you cannot expect people, other people, or anyone else for that matter, to have the same commitment that you have, or mm. to show commitment in the same way. Somebody mm. coming late for practice continually—that may be the best they can do. Mm. You know. Mm -hmm. Um, I was very cross with you at the time. <laughs> really? I was thinking, come you preach to me, uh, you mm. know. But actually, I mean, you were just touching me on my studio, you know. Um, <laughs> you like this reference. Uh. And, now, and now I come back, you know, dealing with a question like this. And I come mm. back after having gone to level 4,000 in how I was feeling, you know, just answering this question. And I, I, I remember, you know, that my expectations are what put me in these problems. <laughs> so you're no longer mad at Neil? No, that's past. I wasn't really <laughs> mad. I was just, yeah, a crap. Yeah, yeah. I love that Neil said that. And I think that's what I like. If the world had more people like Neil, I promise you, we'd be a bit better. <laughs> we'd honestly okay. be a bit better. Yeah. I just understanding, understanding. And there's it more is your gift. to this than what you're thinking or what you're feeling or what you're experiencing. Mm -hmm. There's more to it. 
you know, and it's fair to act based on what you know or what you're feeling or what you're experiencing, but consider yeah. something else. Consider that there's something else mindful, going on or something. Yes. Yeah. Just be mindful, man. Just be mindful. And this just relates to every other aspect of life, not just when a singer decides not to pitch for a performance. <laughs> so yes, yes. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm so glad you, you, you've absorbed that lesson on these. Mm, I'm, I'm, I'm just, I feel very honored to have been able to share with you how you have impacted my life. I'm glad to know that I've impacted your life, actually. <laughs> oh, please. So thank you so much for that. <laughs> yeah, no, every single contributor this, in this episode impacted my life. Oh, are you ready? so many things first of all I'm that girl who's very upset at the person who is not yet there I think it's disrespectful until I find out it's something that couldn't be controlled but like charge your phone answer your phone you know what time the appointment is why are you not here because the stress on everyone else is Sure, especially on the person whose who's, um, appointment it is, who's invited you, the person who's in charge of the performance, your, your group leader. No, man, don't do, don't do this. It's going through my head. And then also, it depends on who is missing, um, the size of the group. Um, is this an appointment we can rather not sing at or shouldn't sing at because of the voice that's missing? Or should we rearrange the song quickly now? <laughs> five minutes that we have at our disposal. It's just a lot, man. Don't be that guy. Uh-uh. No man, don't do this. No man, don't do. This. But like, charge your phone, answer your phone, and it's so true. It's those are the are the thoughts that go into your head. But you know what? Like, contributor number one's made me realize how much of a pleasure it is to work with flexible singers. You know, because as she's speaking, I'm thinking about like that last five minutes that you have to make a plan to kind of compensate for that singer that's not there. You know, working with singers who can you know, adapt and do what needs mm. to be done in order to cover. I feel mm. like that's, have you ever worked with such singers before? Yes, Anise? I have. And it's such you a have. pleasure. It's such a pleasure. A pleasure. A pleasure. Yeah. yeah. Yes, no, absolutely. Wow. <laughs> but like, answer your phone and charge your phone. <laughs> yeah. I also like the fact that she started off with like directly answering the question because the question is most now, this, this thing is happening, you know, and um, what's going through your mind at that time? And she mm. says, oh, so many things. Mm. Mm. <laughs> and and there are so many things. I relate to that. You know what, eh? Um, she, she, she singled out um, disrespect, you know, as something mm. um, that you are showing by being this late and non-communicative, yeah. you know. Um, until she finds out that it's something that was not in your control. 
in control. Yeah. So it, it implying that she is open to reversing this label of disrespect if it turns yeah. out that it was not deliberate. And I couldn't help but think that's fair. It's 100% fair. You know? It's 100%. And I mean, you can't still be labeled as disrespectful if it was something out of your control. Yes. I mean, I doubt anyone intentionally you know, is late yes. or stays away from a performance. So, yes. But where she is honest with herself is she allows herself to feel what she feels and she feels that the person is disrespected until such time as you prove me wrong. <laughs> I'm upset. And I feel like you yeah. know, that's fair, you know? Um, 100%. And then she gives these quick tips for all the future would-be latecomers. Charge your phone. Answer your phone. your phone. You knew mm. what time the appointment is. Why are you not here? Everyone mm. is stressed. The singers, the host, the music director. And when oh, Neil. Yeah, but at least like, you know, like, so I think about like what could be going through the other person's head or the, the person who's now late or, you know, not pitching for the performance. And at times, I don't recall, actually, I now recall, there was a, an instance where I was on the other side of this. I was the late mm. singer, I guess. And the stress, and we can't ignore this, the stress and the anxiety that comes with being late. I mean, that on its own is an experience for the person who's late. You know, it's not just the singers who are at the venue are affected. You as the latecomer, you know, are also going through the most because of your lateness. And so having your phone on you and having it ring constantly is a stress of its own. And so, yes, people should answer their phones because we want to know where you are. But we need to acknowledge the fact that it's stressful being phoned, you know, to check in on where you are. And sometimes, I mean, you can only control so much when you're late, you know. Um, I can't, I'm not necessarily perhaps driving the car or there are traffic lights or whatever that could be delaying you. And so your priority is just to get there. So don't call me, I will get there, you know. Um, but again, the responsible thing, thing and the respectful thing to do is to let me know how far you are or where you are. Or just answer the phone so that we you are aware of, you know, what needs to happen. But we need to also understand that there is stress and anxiety for the latecomer as well, you know. I, I can I can accede. Because you, you see, Neil, um, I realized that as when, when I was taking in what you were saying, I realized how... Um, unfair my judgments have been in the past you know mm, because mm. I, I would be thinking um, I don't know if this was um, you know at that time when you were late was I there was I involved you were definitely there and we were speaking the entire time but I mean you were still stressing out of your mind because oh okay um, yes yeah. because yeah so you see that <laughs> that is, is still level one that's level one yeah. stress because I know you're coming you understand mm. So mm. I know you're on your way, but it's getting very late and oh my God, they're going to call us, you know? Yeah. And so, so that kind of, of stress, I, I, but it's a different kind of stress where there is no communication, man, you know? Definitely. And what really triggered me was that the very consideration of having to tell your host that you won't be able to sing. For me, ah. this is traumatic to have to do. Surely. And, I've done it a few times in my musical life. Has it happened to you before? Yes. And each of Were those you just moments, like, yeah. Each of those moments carry their own little bit of painful memory. I mean, I still remember every single time we've had to cancel an appointment because someone didn't pitch. And for me, serious late coming 
and, and, and repeated serious late coming is an indication of how close you are to not pitching and I'm yeah. not going okay. through that again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I must yeah. told you this question and we'll trigger and stuff. <laughs> mm. No, we, 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 we accept, we, we let it happen. But contributor number one has reminded us that it's okay to show your displeasure. Mm. Mm. You know, and I've struggled with I'm that. With her. I still struggle with it. Um, once or twice, I have, you know, um, expressed my displeasure, but it took a lot out of me. I, I, mm. Yeah, work in progress, developing story. Mm. That's me. This is a, quite an easy one to answer. Um, it's, I mean, it's happened so many times over the years. Um, if you know me, you'll know that I like to get a, an early start. But um, some people, um, many people, in fact, don't share that um, same mentality. In fact, they, they look at it at, um, the other way around. What's the, the latest I could possibly be there? What time are we singing? Um, when, when, is, when exactly are we on in the program? <laughs> and that causes issues. So I've been in this situation and um, most of the time I'm thinking this, the person is unprofessional. I'm thinking, nah, you know, I'm, I'm getting tired of this. This is why uh, I rather want to just sing alone or... Um, why do we have this person again? Or I don't know. It depends on where and how many times it's happened and just the gravity of the whole thing and just the overall behavior of the, the, the person. Now, bearing in mind, if, if I'm the one that's late, which you don't rule it out, but there are those times when it could happen, it seldom does, but when it does, I've got to think about the same things that I've said or done to people who've been in that position. Thankfully, I am almost always on time, so I don't have to worry too much, but I might think a whole lot of things. I might be very angry, but um, we just get on with it when the person arrives or we just cover and we just do something different. It's, it's a big inconvenience, but um, yeah, the question says what, what's, what's going through your mind or what you're thinking. I'm cheesed off, I'm angry, and um, I'm thinking the worst of the person. But when they get there, the show must go on. And if they don't get there, the show must go on. So, yeah. What's the latest we can be there? What time are we singing? We exactly are we on in mm. the program. I cannot even count no, those are, the number those are, of times I've had to feel these before? kinds of questions. Yes. I mean, even if you have those questions, you don't ask those questions. They shouldn't make the time like make the time of day. Like that's disrespectful. And for me, it's just like even if you have those questions i feel like you shouldn't be asking those questions <laughs> you know on twitter they usually say you like you know like mm. you shouldn't be bold enough to ask that kind of question mm. why are you asking that kind of question 
Yeah, no, it's 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 yeah, having to answer questions like that is is difficult. It's it's difficult, even when you're trying to, you know, hold space for the person asking, you know, they may have their reasons. But they may have um, their reasons. It is difficult because there is an agreement. Mm. And the agreement, mm. in my case, the agreement always covers and includes the time that we need to arrive there before the appointment. So it, it will be communicated very clearly as part of the agreement. So yeah. my thing is yeah. always, if you're not in agreement, then say so and we make another plan, you know, and make another plan. when the agreement yeah. is being made. So, yeah, I guess I feel that, you know, um, this kind of thing just shows shows that you maybe want to skip some of the process, you know? Um, yeah. But, you know, contribute to number two's thoughts at the time. <laughs> it was arrangement, like from Masana Marala go sing alone in the future, you know? Why do we yeah. have this person again? <laughs> and he's feeling cheesed off and angry. Mm. And that mm. cheese of necessity and anger is exacerbated by where this is happening, how many times this has happened before, and the gravity or the weight of the entire thing, you know, and I couldn't help think, you know, Neil, for me, a performance is not only what happens in the moment. That performance is also the arranging and the distribution of music, the group rehearsals, the individual rehearsals, the progress auditions, the mm. honey and lemon in hot water drink, the petrol, oh, the petrol, and every single <laughs> singer's individual experience. All of that is in the performance. So All use it in the audience. The use it in the audience listening to a 50-minute set. It's over before you know it, you say. Well, truthfully, it started way before those 15 minutes on stage. Mm. So when we talk about the gravity, <laughs> this is what we mm. need. <laughs> but then contributor number two flips the script. He, like me, <laughs> has mm. been on the other side. Mm. I love how he used that, though. Mm. He said that now, now that he won't be late, um, easily be late now because he knows exactly what the singers go through the other singers go through mm -hmm, mm -hmm, because he's gone mm -hmm. through it too many times for his liking you know mm, 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 what people mm. go through by uh, chronic latecomers stand up it's a bliff but you know at least another thing that stands out you know for from what contributor number two has mentioned is like amidst all those unpleasant thoughts Okay, amidst or whatever's going through your head. I mean, you mm. could be getting angry and thinking a lot of things, mm. but you get on with it. Yeah, you oh, get I on with that. it. Mm. Whether regardless, regardless, people say, irregardless of <laughs> the person arriving late mm. or you rearranging the song, just that. get on with it. And that's I appreciate that. And that's like, that's that's where I'm at. Mm. You know, I think it's just such a shame for it to get to a point where you have to cancel the performance. Yeah, you know. Yeah. That's, that's also happened in my experience. The person yes. arrived, but so late. Um, and, and there was just, a, there were a couple of people who just were too upset to sing. So we had to cancel. Really? Yeah. And I think that was actually a good decision. Yeah. Oh, yes, absolutely. Yeah. You know, there's a level, you know, that you cannot go and you, can, you cannot go and, and force people to sing. I mean, that's not going to work. Mm. 
So, um, you know, but the, 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 the ride that, home is probably very awkward, though. It depends who they were riding with. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you guys went together. Obviously, you guys went together. But you know how some the latecomer always has to be dropped off somewhere, though, like unless they have their own car. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, no, I'm not in the mood to be speaking to you right now. Oh my goodness, there was just so much happening with this question. Well, first thought going through my mind is, dude, are you being serious right now? <laughs> um, I actually didn't realize how much this kind of behavior gets on my nerves until I, I had to think about this question. But having said that, um, I'm the kind of person who switches into solution mode very quickly when faced with a crisis. And yeah, this, this type of crisis of a group member um, pulling a vanishing act on us um, is, is no exception. So I start thinking about the easiest songs we could pull off with the voices that are present, uh, what the configuration of parts could look like. And I suppose in those moments, uh, our ability as a group to improvise is tested and those moments of high tension and anxiety often set the stage for what might turn out to be your most novel performance yet. <laughs> Switch to solution mode. Absolutely, absolutely. And you know, ne, solution mode, as, as, as contributor number three is speaking, Solution mode extends to far, or it's it's far beyond just like that moment, the last five minutes before the performance. It's mm. even at a ranging level, aunties, mm. you know? And this is just another thing that I've just adopted based on these experiences. It's just like when arranging the music, arrange it in a way where it's possible to do this without whomever. Or arrange it in a way, you know what I mean? Like, let's, let's be able to do that so that that last five minutes is better than us not having prepared for whomever not arriving, you know? Mm -hmm. um, but what, what I loved about contribu this contribution was just like, <sighs> and the, I've experienced this, I've experienced this and I couldn't help but smile when I heard this, that anxiety and that tension that you experience in that moment and as the group, like as a collective, mm -hmm. can often lead to a superb performance. I'm like that's you. happened before and you know what? And you just feel like, you know what, we can actually do without you, Lisa. If you want to continue arriving late, we can actually leave. We're fine without you. Oh, we've had that experience. Well, I've had that experience Rocks. before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. totally. Yeah. I, I think like contributor number three, um, the way he started his, his response, his contribution, <clears throat> it reminded me of um, first thought, best thought. You know that principle? No. It's a way of, of telling the, the truth, you know, from a, a, mm -hmm. a, a naked and authentic experience. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. it's, it's unfettered honesty and immediacy, immediacy you know? Um, so I was exposed to it and I was completely out of my depth and I was like, I'm not interested in this. But then, you know, the, the facilitator, academic facilitator asked everybody to just say how they feel right now but your first thought, best thought. So not a reasoned through response, just what are you feeling right now? 
Um, and I feel mm. like um, contributor number three's first thought, best thought when you heard this question was, dude, are you being serious right now? <laughs> like disbelief. Mm. Do you mm. realize mm. what you are doing? Mm. Oh, and then I must agree with you, Neil. But for me, it was almost like um, in a spirit animal kind of way. He says that he switches into solution mode very quickly. And that's most me, man. Typical <laughs> mm-hmm. That's my thing. Yep. You know? No, it's absolutely your thing. And then just to elevate it, he turns his attention to the music, the song choices, the harmonic parts, the uh, mm-hmm. improvisation mm-hmm. that may be needed, the high tension and anxiety need to be managed. And as you said, Neil, you could channel these things in a way that could bring about your most novel performance yet. This, dear mm-hmm. kids, is the goal. my confessions so i i have a confession to make i've been this group member before i've been the late group member i obviously did not do it on purpose but um i've been that group member shortly after i experienced that as well having a late group member who wasn't answering his phone all of that um and i must say Having experienced that, I never, ever, ever want anyone to go through that roller coaster of emotions again because you start panicking, you start, um, start stressing, you start a whole bunch of negative thoughts just go through your head. I, I at the t- at the time I was even angry because I was even like, you know what, this is nonsense because we literally like everyone else is here. Why is he not here? You get me. So you start getting riled up, and the thing is, having such emotions um, throws you out of the zone because before you perform, um, well, before I perform, what I always do is that I pray. Um, we also pray as a group, and then afterwards, um, you you do these wusa exercises, you know, just to try and get you yourself in, in the zone before you go on stage. So experiencing those emotions just like throws you out of that zone so i never ever ever want to put anyone through that again um but in hindsight what i've actually learned is that um i should never ever stress about situations or things that i do not have control over that's number one number two if you've prayed to god about it he's going to fix it um and the last thing is that it has made me a bit more understanding of people's situations because that group member could be having a family emergency or some sort of crisis so now that I have experienced it, I'm a bit more calm. I'm a bit more woosad about the situation. And yeah, we'll just see what happens. We'll just see what happens. Let's either wait for the group member or we try and perform and put something together with the group members that are there. What was that? Did I heard at the start? No, Melanie. <laughs> Neil, can we please? We must play it again. These are my confessions. The warmth and the And Lisa, texture. I feel like we need to just stop fangirling on contributor number four because it's getting too much. It's getting too much. I think like I'm I'm tired of fangirling on her because I do it every single moment of life. <laughs> now imagine this euphoria you know, that you're in. And then she kind of shocks you into your senses. She has been this person. 
She has been this person. Listen, I mean, the brutal was, honesty and, you know in this what? episode. Oh. I love that she was honest because I was actually going to call her out. You shouldn't mention it. Mm. And if she was going to act holier than thou, and uh, I find that despicable. How dare you arrive? <laughs> I was going to call her out. I was 100% going to call her out. So I'm glad she, she came clean. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and I love that she said that quite soon after that. She was part of a group where a member didn't pitch. And she remembers the panic, the stress, the negative thoughts, and the anger. Yeah. And she says, yeah. it throws you out of the zone. And the it zone does throw you for out. her is prayer. It and does I, throw you out. I couldn't help but think that um, um, a connection with God can help you stay in the moment. Mm-hmm. Deal mm-hmm. with each moment as it comes. You'll deal as with it, it as it comes. So reassuring then. And see, at least I'd like to think that I've had an impact on contribution number four as well. Mm-hmm. Um, because I feel, <laughs> I feel as if she, this was me speaking through her. She says, don't stress about situations you have no control over. Mm-hmm. You know, and then I step in and say, because that deteriorates the quality of your life. And that's why I am this year, Auntie. So I'm just like, 2022, we're not involving ourselves or engaging in things that are going to deteriorate the quality of life. And so when you have no control over something, that means you, you can't change, you can't do anything that's going to alter this. And so let it go, you know? Um, yeah. And just be understanding as well. She mentions like being understanding because mm-hmm. we don't know what could be happening, mm-hmm. you know? So I love the emotional intelligence there. And then be solution-based. Mm-hmm. So what are we going to do now? Mm. You know? Mm. So thank you, contributor number four. So so I want to like check. Um, You can be all those things and show your displeasure. And show your displeasure because it is happening and we need to acknowledge that it's happening and acknowledge your feelings as well and be honest about it. First thought, best thought, Bob's. Mm -hmm. So definitely the two can coexist. Mm. yeah it's something i need to i need to like practice more of you know because you know me Mm. my safety was in the fact that nobody must be upset with me nobody must be angry Mm -hmm. with me everybody Mm -hmm. must like me everybody must be happy with me all at the same time all the time if any one person is upset with me you'll have no idea what that used to do to me me. it was oh you know, um, it's only recently that I have allowed myself to have that experience, you know, um, mm. and hmm. okay, so I just have homework out of this week's podcast episode. Five minutes before a performance and a singer is missing. This has happened so many times in my context (laughs) that I actually don't know how to answer this question. (laughs) Uh, Because in those five minutes, it's a complete, complete commotion of confusion anger, annoyance, and extreme anxiety. And you can't think in that moment. Some people are gifted and are calm. I'm not one of those people. 
unfortunately. So it's just remorse. Other people are calm. <laughs> Other people are gifted by being calm, but I'm not one of those people. I love it. <laughs> he focuses on the five minutes. And I mean, that struck me because it's the crunch time under ideal circumstances, you know, it's five minutes mm. before. But mm. boy, if someone who should have been, who should be there is not there yet. It is very well a remorse. <laughs> mm, no, absolutely. And like you mentioned, Neil, I love how he owns. He owns that he is not calm in these circumstances. And he made me realize that I'm just as messed up as he is in that moment. But for me, it's on the inside. And what mm. I've hidden behind all these years is the Lisa that holds it together. The Lisa that engages her turbo gear and turns into a problem-solving machine. Mm. This is a skill I have, but it doesn't define me. So this is what I've learned from, from contributor number five. My feelings do count. I need mm. to become more comfortable to acknowledge and sit with what I feel. So yeah, I've got a bunch of homework from this podcast episode. <laughs> Express, my Express my displeasure. Express my displeasure. And also be understanding, please. Yes, teacher Neil. I will also Definitely. be understanding. Yeah. <laughs> but you're Class right. is dismissed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we have so many lessons. I mean, focus on the music. Focus on what you came there for. Mm. You know? Mm. Um, I, I love this week's podcast. I love um, working, walking through and working through a trigger. You know, as such a, an emotionally draining question um, with many experiences. Um, you know, some of them will shock you. Neil mm. um, of, mm. of, of, of situations and um, I've also not pitched it wasn't a performance it was a rehearsal but I, I didn't pitch you know um, or let me say I was an hour late and when I got there everyone had left wow mm. it wasn't obvious why were you late it wasn't okay, in my I'm control. Not it was a transport, okay, okay. A transport issue. Okay. I wasn't in control of the situation. And I mean, I did let everyone know, you know. Um, it wasn't the days when cell phones weren't so popular yet, you know. With people had cell phones that looked like walkie-talkies. Mm. Um, yeah. And so when I got there, eventually, um, everyone had left. And that was a very horrific experience for me because it told me that it was my fault, that I was wrong, that everybody left because of me, that everyone is angry with me now. It was a terrible experience for me. So um, I haven't necessarily always been driven, I will be honest and say, I haven't always necessarily been driven by um, my need to respect the music you know, to be on time or to be early. Mm. 
it's also that if I don't do this, everybody's going to be upset with me. You see, mm. so it's like mm. I've I'm flipping, you know, my approach to this on its head by being mm-hmm. compassionate, by being understanding, by accepting that. The, the reality of the latecomer is as horrific. <laughs> it's as horrific. It's the reality it's as of horrific. the person who's waiting for him. Mm. You mm. know, there's so much uh, growth that can happen in one's life. Um, and I'm experiencing all of it. So I'm here for all of that. Um, and we hope that you have enjoyed this week's. If you can call in, if you can use the word enjoy, what's a better word, Neil? Um, at least I also just want to say before we figure mm, out the word like mm-hmm. I'm glad you're slowly emancipating yourself from that feeling the feeling of you know not wanting to like disappoint people or have people upset with you because you deserve that freedom you deserve no one no one should live like that L- mm-hmm. listen to me saying that when I live like that but like I <laughs> I <laughs> I would like to learn this lesson from you and I actually put it into practice because mm. it's a big thing it's a big thing and it's the, the, the pockets of time where I can feel that I've grown. Um, um, emancipation, I love that word because I, I, feel, I feel that. And I feel so much lighter. If I compare how mm. I, I mean, I had a particular musical challenge today. Um, you and I, I decided that I was going to speak to you about it. We spoke about it and we came to, I think, a quite, quite a cool um, 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 solution you know, but part of that solution is me speaking up, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, and it's and, difficult, it's difficult, yeah, and and you know, the thing is, I think, because I saw, like, so I'm, I'm, like, obsessed, unfortunately obsessed with TikTok, um, but on there, oh, I found this, like, video, like, my algorithm is very, like, therapy, introspection, mm-hmm. Mine too. and this person is, like, dude, like, do you think that confrontational people enjoy being confrontational they don't it's still as difficult it's just it needs to happen and so they do it you know so it's not to say that tomorrow if i decide to be a confrontational person or a person who decides to speak up it's going to change instantly and it's going to become easier it still remains difficult but it needs to happen you know it needs to happen it needs to happen um and there are a lot i mean that is a whole other podcast season you know, talking about the implications of not speaking up for yourself. I mean, oh gosh, ooh. that's for me. Trigger yeah, warning. yeah, so much. This so episode much. actually deserved a trigger warning, if we're being honest. And so, as you breathe in and breathe out <laughs> to recover from this week's podcast episode, <laughs> <laughs> we hope you'll join us next week as we uh, will have season four i mean episode four of season 14 um wow neil the last episode in this format but until then from myself and aunt Lise, it's goodbye but i'm not gonna sing I'm not going to sing. <laughs> <Good>. <laughs> <laughs> the most.